All right, Good and evening. we're live. Good evening. Good evening. Tonight we have a special guest all the way from Ohio, original San Diegans, but we have Raina Mystique and Mikey P. Howdy. And right. this is the Music Life magazine interview, and that's a multicultural genre and lifestyle magazine for those who uh, are versatile in other uh, fields of music. So, uh, pleasure, pleasure, and I hear you're, you're here for about about a week, right? Yep, coming down the end of the week, nice. a couple more days left. Living in Ohio, so uh, yeah, this is my daughter, my uh, <laughs> natural daughter. Yes, Raina Mystique, my oldest, and uh, I was really excited about um, Raina uh, wanting to sing when she was young. Um, her Once her brother and sisters came along, they weren't so happy about her singing, but... Um, Tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, and about your uh, singing career, because that's your your main focus is as as a singer, correct? Yes, that's, uh, I've always wanted to do it, and now I get to do it for a living, and that's super cool because it took a lifetime to be able to do it. And of course, as soon as you achieve your goals, you get new goals. So now I've started doing other things and just you know trying not to. Trying not to get bored and trying to always stay active, but singing will always be number one. And uh, I, you teach singing as well, right? I do. Yep. Teach lessons. Can you I teach talk voice about lessons? That? I teach primarily online. I started in person, but like technology has made it so that you can just teach online now, and that's fantastic. So I have students all over the world, which is really cool. Um, and I teach group lessons online mostly as well, but I also teach like in person um, sometimes. So just kind of depends. So if someone wanted to take a lesson from you, how would they do that? You can look me up on Take Lessons. My profile is Raina M. Um, and or you can just like you know if you're in Ohio, you can find me at the YMCA because I teach group classes there. What made you move from California to Ohio? I just California. I'm not really a Calif. I know I'm a California girl. I will always be because that's where I'm raised and I'm from and sometimes like you know it shows uh, but it's just not I don't know I just if you stay where you're from you just that's all you are so just needed some adventure and uh, you headed off with uh, your husband Mikey P and and a dog and your son Bishop yep and um, a man yeah can you tell and us we, about your adventure we traveled across the US adventure adventure <laughs> yeah we wrote a song about it um it was awesome I and mean, we literally just traveled across the van we did a lot of urban boondocking um which was fun you know, what's urban boondocking urban boondocking is where you um just like park your van on the street I mean like it doesn't have to be a van a, a camper a bus a car whatever you do um i think the only thing that makes you not homeless because that's essentially what it is and you're living in your van is that you have the option to leave your situation i think that's the only thing that makes it not being homeless is that we can afford the gas to keep going and what made you land in ohio we were originally well I have to say, Mike never was originally planning to do anything except for stay in San Diego, so he came along. But our original plan was to go to uh, Detroit, Michigan. Um, and, and, it's you a know, good guy. Yeah. <laughs> just smile. Um, but, I don't know, Detroit just, it wasn't a good fit. I think Michigan might be, now that we've lived in Ohio for a while, I really like Michigan. 
But uh, I haven't been to the South yet. That's that's kind of my new statement is like, we didn't make it to the South on van life. We did, you know, the North, the West Coast, the East Coast, the Middle, but we didn't hit like Georgia. Well, we've um, been South. We've been South. I mean, we got, we, we hit Austin, Memphis and San, San, Nashville. What's, the, what's San Antonio? San Antonio. So we did some, but we didn't hit like... What I'm really thinking about is Georgia. I haven't hit Georgia, and Georgia eludes me, and I feel like I need to and go. And also, I, I think also you're talking about um, being a, like like going Alabama, and really, really experiencing it, like yeah. in in like a van life situation, yeah. like really mm-hmm. living in that culture. Like we got to sort of live in all these different cultures as mm-hmm. we traveled, like up the coast and over there. You get to like like dive straight in to the culture because. Most of the time, we're, you're hanging out at parks and like libraries, so you really are grocery stores. Grocery stores. <laughs> we just walk around for hours. Just. I, and I think that that's kind of an American pastime. I don't know if it's an international pastime because I haven't done much <laughs> shopping. Overseas. But no, just like um, <laughs> like even when I was in high school, I'd be like, "What do you guys want to do right uh, now?" And we just like go play like hide and go seek like in a Target or something, you know. And so that's something that we found a lot of comfort in is just being able to go to like. It's a hot day. Uh, we don't want to hike today because we've, we've done a lot of that. Or maybe it's like the end of the day. We've already had a full day. So we'll just like shower up and then just go wander around like a Fred Meyer or wander around a Kroger or something like that. And and you get to see a lot of the culture that way. Uh, nice. You know, that's Definitely be interesting that. to see you two in the South. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe look forward to hearing one day that you became a Georgia peach. Well, it's... Like I mean, the travels that we did do, I mean, it's always been friendly. And like, uh, you know, I've had I've had problems in the South just traveling on my own uh, with my father and my nephew, who is, he's because I think what you're alluding to is is the racism <laughs> that lives in the that. South. That uh, that I think that's what you allude to. But but we experienced that in in uh, in Tennessee. When I was moving out here, and my dad, we were all traveling with all my crap in a trailer <laughs> and, and a van, and we were just going through Tennessee, and we stopped at this little diner, and there was this highway patrolman who was coming out as we were going in, and he took one look at my dad, looked at me, and then looked at my nephew, and he started grilling us real hard. He was like, well, what's going on? You look high. Are you driving? And I was like, yo, man, he's not even driving. It was, like, really uncomfortable. And, like, you could tell it was very, you could, I mean, because he just kept staring at my nephew. Like, he was just eyeballing him hard. So, like, it, that was light compared to what can happen, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was. That was and, Michelle and I, says hello, your friend. So. And I, I, I noticed that, um. It's all over. I mean, even here, when yeah, uh, totally. I don't know if I ever told you the story, when you're an infant, uh, I experienced racism. You were very young, maybe uh, not even a week old, and an old man at a uh, rest. I mean, at a bus stop, and I've never told the story. Uh, of course, especially on, on air. But uh, old man said something about, "Oh, is that your baby?" And I said, "Yeah." And then he says, "You know, he basically said it was the N-word." You know, and. I said, whoa, I, I was speechless. I mean, this is in California. I know we live in Southern California, but it, I'm sure, you know, it happens uh, all over the world depending on people. So. Well, you know, what's interesting about that is, is like, you know, because that was so blatant and that was younger and years yeah, ago, was, right? Yeah, I was pretty Right, devastated. but now it's kind of morphed into this uh, covert way of doing, like, uh, I always bring up the example, the example, it's like, oh, you're really articulate for a, for a oh, right, black right, 
black person or you're very articulate you're very beautiful for a black woman you know what i mean like something like that and that's a very harsh which now is like you know but it, it um but it's disguised like that you know these like different stereotypes that people sort of latch on to especially when you're not familiar with uh, uh, other races you know because especially in san diego it's it's very segregated and, and like a lot of cities it's very segregated but here you know people stay to themselves in their little bubbles and they don't really experience other cultures and uh and that, i think that's where a lot of that a lot of the communication gets lost is like not experiencing each other you know what's the most trouble you guys have gotten into uh, either together or separately <laughs> i don't get into trouble <laughs> so, but, no uh um, mr trouble no <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm, I haven't. I'm not gonna do Okay. Admit or deny anything. I haven't really gotten into trouble. I don't really. I mean, AMA is that right? Yes. No. I. I'm I not, I'm no. Not, I'm just. <laughs> I'm not holding. Uh, you can have that. Stands for ask me anything. I so. can. I can tell you <laughs> just in case the Give viewers don't know well, that. I can tell you the worst I thing I almost went to probably. You've been to jail a few times. I've been to jail a few times, but, but mostly for thing. just being drunk. I mean, like the worst thing I've ever been to. That jail was in for. the past, right? Because you're sober. Yeah, I'm now sober now. How long now? Uh, six years and nine. Look at that. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was, like you know, I had a slip up last year. Um, yeah, I had a slip up. I I just you know, it was a rough time and I was going through it. So I just I succumbed to it and it was awesome. And I'm not trying to say it was like no, it was it was it was like yeah. kind of therapy. A moment. And, and, and it was it was. It was actually, one night only, right? It was one night only. Good I went job. out with my friend. The wagon. We went to. Uh, I was in Adrian, Michigan, where I'm kind of from. Adrian, Michigan. So it was just weird to be in like my my hometown, and I mean it's such a small place. So like it was just. It was great. I had a great time, even though it was a bad situation that I was kind of working through. I had a great time sort of ignoring it for one night and having fun with my old friends. But I, I don't know what we did. Oh, yeah. That's trouble. trouble. Yeah. Here you go. This is this is where I almost went to prison. Oh, what happened? What'd you do? <laughs> no, I'm just Got kidding. him. Oh, I almost went to prison for counterfeiting. Oh, uh, ones. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was young, and my friend had this like really high tech printer for at the time, and me and my other stupid friend were. I mean, just like I think we we're under eighteen still, so yeah. I think that's probably one of the mm -hmm. only reasons why I didn't go to prison, because we definitely went around and like spent the money and and like <laughs> so that was like about the worst thing that I almost got caught for, and got in prison now I've, have i done things that are worse than that over the years that that people don't know about of course yes thanks for sharing being so honest. <laughs> but, but you know. there you go who what hasn't are, what are five things that you can't live without silence <laughs> nice water nice creativity freedom and being thankful all right. Would you like to have your five things? Yeah. Sure. Um, I, I guess water is one of them. Like I'm gonna go with water. Gotti. I love being hydrated. I'm hella hydrated. Hella hydrated. I'm gonna drink water right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that, on that. No, right now, right now. Water, 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 water. Water Just have one drink of beautiful water. 
which is so scarce out here in Southern California. <laughs> like gas but prices. Let's be thankful for that. So like water. Um, uh, oh, well, oh, I had I had it while you were talking. I had it. Now Just I'm, off the top of the dome. That's what no, it is. Right, it might be right. a new five tomorrow. Water. That's what you get today. Water, marijuana. Um, <laughs> ah. uh, I mean like Cut it, food, it, I guess. Smoke it. Um, noise. No, I'm just kidding. There. Oh, yeah, creativity, art, and uh, and my family. Nice. All right, family, yeah. And then what's your motto and advice that you live by? You have a mm. motto and advice that you live by? I've had a few mottos throughout life. One of them has just been like, fuck it. <laughs> okay, express. That one got me through a lot. Just being you know, like, whether it was like a challenge or a person, it was just like, fuck it. That was a really good one that got me through like 10 That's years. Right. Um, Sounds like a song. That got me through 10 years. That got me through 10 years. Now it's, uh, now I think it's just, uh, you're not alone. You're not alone. Do you have any advice or not? Um, yeah, I guess the, I, it goes along with um, you're not alone, but it's like it, things get better if you work at it. Nice. You can tell we're in a growth period. We <laughs> are. Yeah. Like, I've been, I've been <laughs> reading books on communication. <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's just I, I, we're both at like it, it's beautiful because we're both in this like very creative like growth spurt where we're like winter helps with that. Yeah. I was just I've telling Brandon today. Ohio is Ohio is like a like a permanent shed session because you're just so left your own devices out there because you just don't have to hustle as hard to to yeah. exist yeah. so like you have all this time for self-reflection for creativity and growth and that's the most thing i that's the most thankful thing i could even think about right now about ohio is, is that like it gave me time gave us time for growth and yeah, so if you work at something nice. um you know you can improve on it and it like gets better, you know, life gets better. I really like the changes. As someone who grew up in a drought-resistant environment, it's nice to live somewhere where there's an abundance of moisture. It cha it's a change in my skin, a change in the way that I see oh, no. things. It's just a change Breathing, in, in, in people. So nice. I really like it. And what about your uh, favorite song? When you just want to belt out a song, maybe in the car, in the shower, wherever... Um, what song do you like to sing? It can be yours or it can be uh, you know, my favorite else's. song to sing or my favorite song. Yeah, your favorite song to sing. When you just want to, no, you know, Raina. What do you wanna, yeah, what do you want? I like you that. Well, I should have. You're higher. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I guess it depends on the time. But if I had to pick a song, it'd probably be like the national anthem. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think that's a really American through through. song. Nice. I, I love am you American. In the South. <laughs> I am American. I'm proud nice. to be American. No, that's yeah. beautiful. All right. Uh, where do you see yourself five and ten years from now? What do you, what do you think? Do I feel you this, is a, this is a job interview. Are you going to hire us for something? Uh, possibly. <laughs> I'm already hired. I'm her daughter. Oh, that's not that's, true. We're that's still that's at the interview. Exactly. Got still in the interview portion. Oh, okay, right. Where do I see myself in five to ten years? I can't even think that far. Okay. Mike, you have any? 
Any visions? I, I know, I know future? what I impulsively wanted to say. See, that's what I want. No, that's what we. That's what we're going to say. No, five to ten. Honestly, he's going to jip us. He's going to jip us. Don't you guys want to know the impulse? No. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Michelle, she wants to hear you play ukulele. Oh yeah, I didn't coming. even have it. I have she my guitar. Have so okay, but she is Tonight performing. There's a special surprise. Okay, <laughs> she is performing though. Ukulele yeah. upstairs. But she okay, Roxanne, her mother has it. I practice. I think so. I think she should stick with what she has. Okay, boom. Because right. I think yeah. anybody watching will be pleasantly surprised have, to see her skills. And and that's that's that right now. Let's talk about just real quick about your um, links because I know you're on IG. You're on you know. Tell people your links and how they can see you play the ukulele and other uh, things. Google me at Raina Mystique. Anything. I make it really easy. There's no numbers. There's no official. There's no Spell music. That too, so they know it's just Raina Mystique. R-E-I-N-A. Mystique, like the X-Men. M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. That's a good man. <laughs> check it out. Check out the website. Raina, uh, I like it ins- I like Instagram the most. Yeah, Instagram. So that's the one that I use. Instagram is where the parties at. What's your style or sound in a few words? What would you say? It is thirty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's important. That's, that's important. tight. Yeah, that's okay. tight. Let's go with that. That's new. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that, that'll be on the new album. That's yeah, exclusive. Yeah. <clears throat> if you could open for any artist, who would it be? Um, Erica Badu, probably. Okay, and and about influences. I remember when you were young. Well, always she Mariah. Was. Okay, always yeah. Mariah. But um, I would like Roberta Flack is really influential. I really like what Karen Bailey Ray is doing. I really like her. Like if we're going current, I really like her right now. Um, Miguel. Um, if we're going old school, Anita Baker. Um, Michael Jackson. Where do you draw your inspiration from? Life. Before it was like just like Music Life Magazine. Um, there it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, I guess it used to just be like, well, it's always been life, but now it's like less filtered. It's a lot more unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Before it was very mm-hmm. filtered as how do I make this pretty? Mm-hmm. How do I make this catchy? But now it's just like, this is what you get. Hmm. What's your favorite part of the process when you're recording? recording? Oh, I, love I love being in the studio. And, and let's talk about your, you do have a band, uh, the name of the band and you know. Well, it's, it's always your... been Rain of Mystique in the Dynasty. Well, at least once I like went solo. And the dynasty has had lots of variations. <laughs> I guess there's a, I guess there's a couple variations that exist currently because there's a group in San Diego that I love to play with, and I actually would love yeah. to like get back in the studio with them and play some shows with them. Um, you know, if they're still available. Is that the brass um, band or no? No, no. Oh, that's it's, shout it's, out. It's, it's shout out to the musicians that recorded 1018. Um, available everywhere by Rainbow Mystique. Um, but then there's also like some new people I've been working with in Ohio. So if you're ever going to see me, there's either Raina Mystique, uh, which is just me by myself. There's Raina Mystique, the duo, which is me and Mike. And then there's Raina Mystique and the Dynasty, which is whatever version of a full band we've been hired 
Does it all. <laughs> Four piece, a six piece, it could be. Does it all. Yeah. Okay. And what instruments? Is it particular instruments instruments that you when like? When it's or? just me, it would <clears throat> it's always just been like me with like a track, except for I play the ukulele now, so there's that. Um, and then if it's me and Mike, then it's uh, guitar and voice and like a little bit of ukulele. And then if it's a full band, again it's just I mean it's whatever they say. Like if I'm if I'm hired to have four pieces, it's probably going right. to be like drums, bass, whatever, if it's a six piece, it just kind of depends. What about an ideal band? What's the setup? My ideal band would be... Uh, you don't have like to what name kind names. of show, what kind of show saying, is like, this for? Oh, it don't matter. It, like, I, you're ideally, the Grammys. Ideally, <laughs> I would play house concerts. I, uh, I prefer yeah. littler shows. I prefer coffee shops. Um, if it's like a big show i mean i'd want it to sound good but i would be fine with like a like a four piece or a five piece i like intimate settings and, and you notice how mikey took uh, the question over and uh, he does a no he does i want to <laughs> no it's a good segue to your uh, podcast he actually does a podcast let's talk talk tell him about your You're podcast yeah tell uh, him about your podcast nice uh, congratulations he's, on he's that he's been doing this for Years how long now, yeah. and, and tell him yeah how to, there's different ways to do it now it's um, expanded um, let me see. I'm trying to think. It's, it's been like on. three years, maybe going on four. It seems like longer too. We're up on long. we're up on like 190 episodes, man. There you go. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, we speak English good, right? Yeah. Uh, is it is. Good? It's so it's we speak English good. It's basically the way I explain it to people is that uh, it, it's a very raw journey of an artist, and it can be they could be a painter or or a poet, anybody really. But it, it, I, I, I kind of do retrospective kind of thing, but it's very conversational. So I do have questions I like to ask, like regularly, regularly. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, California has legal weed, so I've been participating in that. Um, but <laughs> I'm sorry, Shut can up. we talk about that? I don't know what kind of show this is, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm rambling. It's not on the no, 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 you're fine. And you're okay. good. There's no FCC. No, it's the FCC. No, this is what we call. What did you say? Like the FCC here? Like, like no, got him. No, it's a very conversational. No, it's the multi. It's the multi-genre, multicultural. Yeah. So you're speaking. The topics are actually. It's uh, definitely uh, appropriate. Sorry. No, uh, it's conversation based. Yeah. So I'll start and maybe like. So for instance, these are things a rapper or hip hop they're not gonna you know it's just not too much in that so that's why we created this to have these particular discussions so definitely oh, we're right. looking yeah at, yeah no we're yeah. I, I'm moving past that now we're we're, we're back in it got it uh, <laughs> no the the show is like I said it's conversational based and it's uh I'll start at, uh, I'll start with some basic questions like what is your lineage of whatever the art might be so like uh if they're a guitarist or a musician, I'll be like, is there mu music in the family? Yeah. And then we'll kind of move on from there. And because it kind of paints this picture of where they come from and what makes an artist. And, and I like the idea that talking to young people or people who've been in the game for a long time, I've talked to Grammy winners, I've talked to, to people just starting, you know what I mean? It's, I, I find it very interesting, the journey of what got them to that point right yeah. there you know what i mean like so what makes them what is it nice. that inspires what they do and that's kind of what it is i i kind of made it sound a little more than it is it's just me bullshitting with <laughs> with, like with musicians or artists no, i like that so, and, yeah no it's fun I, I think it's the funnest thing 
that I do. I, <laughs> we actually featured on there. I remember. It's true. Yeah, you guys have been on the on the podcast. You guys stopped by and and you have uh, a lot of fun with it. Yeah, man. No, it, it and it's changed. With everybody. Since then, yeah. The great thing about the show is that it's been able to uh, evolve with me yeah. and grow with me. So it, it's interesting. So like, <laughs> um, we're well. The show is in so well. It, it was in a state of growth. Every like few months it'll just shoot up like a few thousand listeners all of a sudden and then it'll plateau out i have no idea how this shit works how often do you uh have it what do you how mean does somebody get on it like how often do you have it and how do they find it oh oh how often do i it, well i release a new one weekly wednesdays every wednesday i release it and then sometimes i'll throw in bonus shows like for instance, I'm gonna be recording a Game of Thrones review <laughs> and preview uh, discussion while I'm out here in San Diego, okay. and um, so like we'll do different things. Like I said, it's been able to grow with me. I, it's very malleable. I get to do whatever I want with it, and it's just sort of a platform where um, where I just I, I send every all my traffic goes to the website. So it's like. Uh, I have videos on there for tutorials, I have silly videos that I like to make, <laughs> and I have, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's just, I'm ter I don't know what it's evolving into, but the podcast is the basics, and it's allowed me to network with a beautiful group of musicians and artists that I still talk to, and it's like having friends out there, you know, like just, it's like we might not talk all the time, but like when you see them, it's nice that you have this interesting connection with them. And so it, it's 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 allowed me to create this interesting network of people and and um, it, it's it's really weird. I don't know how to really explain what it's doing well, right now, but it's, it's all sort of funneling into with something with the platform that he has with the magazine and the people. Mm -hmm. the yeah, exactly. Market. You know exactly. So what it's like you same, have different yeah. platforms. You, you have different. So much you have different uh, subsections of that. You know, you have your the magazine, and then you have this, and then. You know, you're doing all these different facets, and and so you sort of funnel it back into one name, yeah. and that's the We Speak English guy. Nice. Uh, nice. And for you guys, it's today's rapper. So it, it's, I think it's, it's H Code Presents. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. No, no, that's no. no. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Got it. H Code Presents. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Malcolm. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, got him. Got it. All right. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it's been an interesting journey. Journey, oh, yeah. And and, uh, and going to Ohio with the show was. What made you start? I still want to know because I don't know if you were going to ask that. But how did it all start? Began. Oh well, the show just started. Uh, I was me and my buddy Caleb, who is a rapper. Caleb MCI. He he was a rapper for the Concrete yeah, Project. Shout out. Concrete Project. Oh my god, I love it's Caleb. Like he's fucking. He's a, he's a saint. <laughs> uh, he's an angel sent from the heavens, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we were just talking about like hey we should start a podcast because because when we would rehearse at at my house uh, beautiful back studio in the day when I lived out here uh, our rehearsal was like we play a little music and then we go out and just bullshit so we basically were like let's take the out front uh, garage talk and take it into the studio and just put it on mic and that was the idea and it changed from there obviously uh, Caleb kind of left the show kind of early you know like he was about tw 20 or 30 episodes in and he kind of was like you know he, he kind of wanted to do his own thing and i understand and then i had offbeat who uh who i loved that too he was uh, another guy but anyways you asked me how uh, how it started so uh I'm, I'm sorry i'm high and deviating from the point but <laughs> we uh 
uh, we just started <laughs> to sort of bullshit and, and we thought we were funny and uh, and then we also thought it would be an interesting way to network the band mm-hmm. to get a different guests in there and to spread the word and have you know conversations and and, and and it really did turn into an amazing networking tool. So, and I'm sure that you guys realize that too when you guys start and talking to people, that you building this network of people that are like, you know, that you, it's it's just interesting that you right. you know you talk to these people, you build these relationships with people, and, and that's what it's all about, really, yeah. uh, music and, and art. It's like if you want to take it to the next step, to the next level. It's networking and getting your message or music or whatever it is out there to people. And this was just one of the ways that I found that nice. worked for me. And nice. especially as a working musician, it's also opened doors for gigs and, and, and different jobs that have been offered. So nice. it, it to, I think everybody should just start a podcast. <laughs> just everybody just podcast. And, that's, and, and then we'll bring conversation back into uh, our, our lives again. Because our all our conversations happen with our thumbs these days, and the, a lot of lacking like oh, verbal communication, like looking people in the eye. And I know I have sunglasses on, but it's just because the light's <laughs> so yeah, fucking yeah. bright. So I'm not trying to be a yeah. rapper here. It's really just the light's bright, and my eyes have been so sensitive, probably from all the weed I'm smoking. <laughs> so. exactly. Do you ever get nervous? I want to ask you that. Ask that. Um, the, I. Don't really get nervous singing anymore just because, I don't know, I guess I've done it long enough and I feel comfortable with it, but I do get nervous acting and that's probably why I like it so much because um, it's a challenge and it's new and you have to be vulnerable in different ways but still like be skillful (laughs) and that's difficult. So the last time I experienced stage fright was last summer on stage in a play and then before that it had been like over 10 years and you were what about as a child i remember you were first i was terrified terrified i had stage fright so bad that it was like panic attacks like i actually tell my students this all the time because i tell i say um enjoy that because you'll miss it it's like this little friend that you have that keeps you humble and lets you know that there's still work to do um, and then, oh, and then one day the stage fright goes away, and you enjoy that moment. And then one day you're thrill seeking again. And I, I, I like to say that some people thrill seek by jumping out of buildings um, or planes or you know sky whatever they do. Some people thrill seek by finding new ways to be vulnerable in front of people so that they have stage fright. That's me. <laughs> nice. That's my thrill. <laughs> so, so what would you please? Uh, give the audience, I know you're going to do a performance together uh, after this in the next segment, but can you give us a little something so they can just hear your voice or just a little uh, snippet, just a little nice little something for those listeners? Yeah, I can. Um, I will do I will do I'll do this National Anthem And then before you do that, I wanted to also mention that uh, we came up and Visited you and when you had your recitals, you went to uh, Seattle Pacific, right, for your music. That was you a long actually, time ago. yeah, that was a long, that time. Was a long time ago. Yep, no longer in school, graduated, over with it. Would probably would go back at some point if I didn't find anything else that interested me. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll do a little bit of different. No, I'll do maintain. 
Um, you wanna run with the big dog, then you got to train. You better be prepared to wow and amaze. There's no telling when it will be your day. So, you wanna run with the big dog, then you got to train. I'm going to start with the Christians because I know that they on top. I'm going to bring them to their knees. I'm going to make them want to stop all the rape, all the pillage, all the theft and the lies. You ask me, why does Mary cry? I get the chills and I sigh. This was not in his plan, burning crosses with the clan and babies losing innocence at fingertips of man. Truth, love, and life, all the laws that they taught don't get it twisted by false prophets and gold that they sought. All branching now over unfriendly dispute. Now you got Catholic, Baptist, Free Methodist to boot. Where in the word does it say to divide? We are stronger as a whole, standing tall side by side. You gotta take time, preserve, maintain, in hopes that you alive when you make it out this game. Every teacher's got his trooper in it, and it's all the same. You gotta take time, preserve, maintain. All right. You better run with the big dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Pew, pew, pew. When's the first time you wrote a song? <laughs> Do you remember? The first time I wrote a song. I think I was always writing songs and like always like recording them on like little tape recorders and stuff. Remember the age or were you? No, I remember in college. I remember in college like really like recording music with my friends and like being like, okay, sweet, these are like finished full songs. But I think before that, I was always writing like little ditties and stuff. I don't like that's the first time I remember like having like a finished product. Do you remember when you first started singing? I remember being like, I'm like I I just always remember there being like a big ass speaker in the living room and like microphones and instruments and so just like plugging in the mic and being able to sing like to music. Um, Is your family musical? Yeah, totally. I remember you singing it around. Started singing, trying to sing, or singing around three. Just, just remembering, you know, as your mother, um, <laughs> very interesting. I, mean, I was going to ask you, Roxanne, when, when did she yeah, start? Yeah, no, it was around three that you actually, that you actually Fun were, facts. you know, uh, working on it. Hey, working on it. Working on it. Yeah. yeah. Always working on so, it. Still yeah. working well, on it. And, and that's funny. So you must have liked it if you did it back then. I think it's, it's funny because, you know, how people are like, oh, these young kid prodigies. And some kids are go. prodigies, but like... Um, Whenever you really start, like, that's when you started. Like, just because you're a toddler and you don't remember, like, you there really you do. Because uh, uh, I think Raina, you know. and Raina's the one who pointed this out to me and, and made that pretty, like, clear. Is like, people are always like, oh, wow, you're really good. Like, you're so young. And it's like, yeah, well, you've been working your ass out. My niece is a wonderful artist, a visual artist, and a great percussionist as well. Um, she she's been doing it since she was like could hold a crayon so like mm -hmm. she's been doing it for like almost 10 years now so of course she's good it's just that she had a i guess a propensity is that the right word that's Towards a good word yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's she had a, she just sort of had a, this innate thing that yeah. she pursued and was allowed to pursue and and so like it's just like kids are just, just, just little people, and, and they once they start yes. working towards something, I mean, that, it's count. But you know, I don't know if it was always singing. I mean, I like singing, but I don't think it was necessarily singing that I was always trying to be good at. It was always just trying 
to be good. And I thought that like singers are always the ones that people remember as being like good, you know. So yes, or lead guitarist. Well, that was my other question because you played an instrument. What what made you not play the instrument versus singing? You know what I mean? You did singing is an instrument. I can singing is more well rounded. First of all, because it requires you to be completely in touch with yourself and that's the big challenge with singing is how do you I guess it's kind of the same thing with acting any skill set where you're using your body like an athlete also um, because it requires you to be your best self you don't have to be your best best self to be a piano player you can be super fat and sit at the keyboard and like <laughs> pound away you know well, like but look at her though I mean like I'm not you know I'm not trying to fat shame or anything I'm just no, saying but, like but she's like this big person who's we're respect what's wrong with, with the it's not that, it's just... It, yeah, what's it, wrong? It, it, there's nothing wrong, wrong with big bodies. Yeah. Yeah. It was a I'm metaphor. Just that, <laughs> I'm just saying that you have to be your best self. Right. Like, if I'm you're not sure. healthy, your instrument's not going to last forever. Mm. You I can agree. be a, an Fine, amazing keyboard that. player yeah. and, you know... You want to run? Hey, if you want to run with the big dog, that's right. get it. Well, and quality of life, too. Quality, I don't know. There was just something. There was just something about it that was very... Um, you know, required a lot of things require breath. I, I would say anything that requires your body, that requires you to use your body, um, because it's always available too. Like there has good, to be a certain amount of discipline that goes into it to at least be able to maintain longevity and, and like and to grow with it. It's, so, it's discipline. So yeah. how often do you practice a week? No, you got to practice every day. I was actually freaking out because I picked up the ukulele. Mike got it actually as a birthday present. And then I, I started playing it and I was like, oh, thank you. This is mine now. And it just became That's mine. And I said, if I could start playing this now, because it came... I must have been like four, four months pregnant, maybe, I don't know, somewhere then. But I was like, if I can start playing this now, then by the time my son or my daughter, my kid, back then it was my kid, is old enough, they'll just think that I've always played. Like, they'll just think I'm good. So I'll just, like, keep playing. And so now it's been five years, and, like, I'm kind of good now. And so by the time he's ten, like, it'll... And so that's the thing, is, like, it does take ten years, right? It does take the time, but, like... I've already put five in, and it's just a. And you were freaking out because oh. you wanted to. You wanted I was like, to bring. Oh my god! In. I'm not going to be able to practice for like a whole week. Like mm. I'm freaking out because on my last, on my last like vacation, usually we car like. Actually, have like, a ukulele whatever, that I haven't played in a while that I'm trying to get ready to learn to play. So you should if you'd play like it. to uh, borrow while you're here. Why practice. my Natom gave me a guitar. My brother okay. let me borrow a guitar, yeah. and it's just like. It, now that I play a stringed instrument, it's like, I just, give me one. Like, I just need to well, it was keep interesting, this going. Because <laughs> she started out on a small concert ukulele. And then last year, or for Christmas, I ended up getting her a baritone uke, which is a little mm. bigger. It's mm. like a, it's almost the size of like a small guitar. And like, your fingering is, is wider too. So mm. it kind of stretched, it forced her to stretch out her, her, her reach. And then, so the natural progression was she picked up a guitar and she's been just killing it with that. And I bet you like that, that, right, as a guitar player? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I, well, I, to me, and pianist, a female pianist. who can, like, play instruments and stuff, like, that's just the hottest. So, like, nice. 
Yeah. <laughs> Raina and Cajon, right? Well, no. Well, Raina, like, Raina, like, she sang Italian opera in, like, the first yes. few weeks of us, like, really starting to become, like, closer. And so it was like, please, that, you got me. And swing, I think, is what. Stop uh, it. I think that's what. With the Italian uh, opera? Wayne's Stop World. it. Hey, shout out, Wayne World. Okay. Uh, that, I Excellent. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, so I think that's what she's going to do is perform a song by herself. Back to that, With yeah. her guitar wow. because she is fucking dope. Well, I practiced, I practiced today in Balboa Park. It was really nice just to get ready because yeah. you were like, Sorry, you're going to sing too. a song. And what about uh, your hobbies? Oh, outside sorry, of, you know, music and doing what are some of the things you like to do? Acting is like my new favorite hobby. But you know what? Above that, writing. Writing is like something that like, Oh, yeah. I have to do like every day and I do a lot of free form writing like I don't like say like I'm gonna write this or I'm, I just write and just whatever comes out it doesn't even matter but afterwards I always just feel like nice. I love hiking I haven't got to do that in Ohio um, but that's like top five hobbies breathing <gasps> floating I don't know if anybody out there floats but floating is like one of my favorites. Floating, can you elaborate? Yeah, uh, float tanks. So oh, okay. it's like a, just think about, it's like a little tub that would fit your body a little bit bigger, filled with like, you know, 10,000 pounds of Epsom salt or whatever. And they just close you in and it's dark and it's completely silent. It's a, it's a deprivation tank. So you Where can't, do you do this? In, 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 they have them in San Diego. I never There's heard a of it. really awesome place in OB. That was actually where I got my first float. And I don't know what it's called, but if you're in San Diego, it's in Ocean Beach. I actually have a membership to um, a True Rest now. So they have like a chain, which is nice because if I'm ever like traveling, um, I can like look up and see where they have locations. But floating, it like out of body, it's really amazing. So it's try. different than being in a tub floating, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, it's silent and it's dark. And like, so it's like a. They have different shapes, but they, they're like pods, and you just close but yourself in. Are you floating in, on the water? Like, like, yeah. Like, kind of like. So it's warm, and it's like Epsom salt, so you can't not float. Mm -hmm. But you just find a position. I usually lock my hands behind my head, and then you just spend an hour like this hmm. in silence. Interesting. And you, you like, you can, it's a way to meditate. Like, I definitely have, like, meditated nice. outside of my body with floating. It's Interesting. Really cool. So things change through the years. I remember uh, more practical, not so, you know what I mean? Uh, in the past, don't do you say that things have changed, obviously. You've of course grown. things change. Yeah, I mean, I was, yeah. like, in my 20s. My favorite right. things to do were, mm -hmm. like, stand on an endo board in my living room and see how many times I could do a jump rope on it, you know? <laughs> um, I... I I have everybody changes. You grow up, you change. Beautiful. Yeah. Very, very nice. Uh, how about um, how about what makes you angry, or what stresses you out, and how do you deal with that, or do you <laughs> um, get angry or stressed? Oh, everybody gets angry. Yeah. I don't like people telling me what I can do, and I don't like people fucking with my time. If you if you don't do those things, I don't like being lied to. How do you handle that when something like that happens? Um, I usually just write you off. Like oh. if you're if you're like fucking with my time or like you know um, you're a liar. Like I'm usually pretty polite. Like sometimes you have to get rude every now and then. You gotta like whip it out. But for the most part, I just you know, and then I just don't ever work with you again. <laughs> Done. I don't have time for that. I, you have to protect your energy. You have to. 
Um, it's really, really important, especially because the way that your energy vibrates is exactly what you're going to attract. So if I let somebody shake me, now I'm vulnerable to attacks. But if I can stay grounded and just kind of peace the fuck out, then... And, and in the same vein, what about criticism? Does that the same thing? Or do you look at criticism both ways, like constructive or knowing that it's if one you, or the other? If it's coming from intelligence and it's from a place of love and you're trying to make me grow, I definitely want to hear it. Nice. I, even if even if it's not like intelligent, but it's your opinion, give me your opinions. But if it's not helping me grow, like if you're just like, that girl sucks, it's like, and... You know, like that, that honestly wouldn't mean anything to me. But if, if someone is trying to help me and they think that their advice is valuable, then I want to hear it. Nice. Have, have you thought about in your course of your life, and I know that's a lot, or even more recently, uh, what would be one of your happiest days? What were you doing? Or do you remember something like that? That would be a happy day. I have a lot of happy days. I make it a point to have happy days. Um, about one, a good one in the last year. In the last year? Um... <clears throat> I'm trying to think of one great day. You know what a great day for me was? It was a it was a day when I when I got stage fright. When I um I was understudying for this musical and um they told me I was gonna go on and I actually knew for a couple of days that I was going on and I was freaked out the whole day. I had like knots and butterflies and like you know, like trying to keep it together and I I did the whole show and I got home and I was just like and I finally like exhaled and I carried that high of that performance for like a month <laughs> like so that was those kind of days are really really awesome so let's talk a little bit more about acting I had a few questions on acting um one was um what attracted you to acting I know you went to the school of performing arts and you had a little bit of how do you and, know that and I remember been talking to no. and in kindergarten <laughs> wait a minute in kindergarten Raina was uh wasn't it Little Red Riding Hood? She had the, she was the main character of the play, and I thought, how the heck can she memorize all those lines as a little girl? So you were acting young, but then you had some experience at SCPA, but not a lot of um, stage stage time. So what attracted you to doing acting now, to be an actress? I got depressed, and I needed a new way to tell stories, and so I went on an audition. So talk about what theater and how you ended up uh, doing what you were doing at the Purple, uh, what's it called Purple? Um, well, I started, I, I went to some, I mean, I've been, it's been, like, it's been like a year and a half. I don't really talk about it too much because I love it, but it's like all very new, you know, I'm very humble about it and I'm just learning, but um, I went on an audition through a community theater and they casted me for a couple of shows um, and then I did another I, went, I worked with Actors Collaborative, so they were the first people to like ever be like, yeah, we like that. And that was the first audition I went on. Actually, I take that back. I went on an audition right after I had Bishop. Maybe there's something about being like psychotic and depressed that is really drawing me to acting. Because I went on an audition like five years ago, and I had no idea what I was doing. It was for a musical theater in San Diego. And I showed up in like, just like a bum outfit like I was like not it was like a long day and I show up and I'm wearing like and everybody's like wearing like like nice like outfits and I already <laughs> knew like fuck like I already fucked this up my headshot was like like Mike 
had taken a picture with his iPhone back then. It was like, I don't even know. Like, 5 yeah, it was like an iPhone like 5S. We're and at we the iPhone to, 10. We went so to we CBS know. and like, <laughs> like printed like these glossy pictures on like a CBS paper. It was awful. So I went to the audition and I was like, okay, well, I learned a lot that day. Um, and I never auditioned for anything again. It wasn't like I even wanted to act. It was just like, this is interesting. But so I got depressed, like really depressed. And I was just looking for something a new way because singing and writing songs just wasn't doing it for me like creatively like I needed just I needed to purge <clears throat> so I, I put on the auditions um, they casted me for a couple and then um, we're talking about in Ohio now in Ohio correct? so Actors Collaborative yeah this is like year, like mm -hmm. five years later and it wasn't even the same type of thing it was like acting it was, it was plays it wasn't a musical um, and then a friend of Mike's was like you should go up to the Purple Rose in Michigan and you should try out there and I was like okay cool and I ended up getting uh, a cast as an understudy in a couple of their uh, shows that they did up there and uh, that was really awesome and uh, done a few stage readings um, like a couple film things a couple not film things a couple of like commercial things training videos and stuff um, some voiceovers just kind of like getting into it but I'm really I really I really really like it because it's hard and she just got an agent. Have you sang? Right, have have you sang in any any plays yet? Have you done any musical? Plays? I have done a musical, and it was it was a it was Willow Run, uh, at the Purple Rose in Chelsea. I was an understudy there, and I got to perform, and that was nice. the show that like that was the first show that I performed in that I was just like, oh shit, <laughs> I need to do this all the time. Nice. <laughs> And is it, is it, how, what's the process of memorizing the lines and all that? Tell me. Memorizing lines is just, it's time consuming. That's the easy part. Like getting the lines down is the easy part. Uh, you, just however you do it. I've seen people like, like I do it. I just like will read like um, so many, like the greatest advice I got was figure out when you have to be off book, which is the first rehearsal. So figure out when you get the script to first rehearsal so you can be off book. And then however many pages that you have words on just divide that by the number of days so maybe you have to do four pages a day or and that way like you get it all done and then and then the work comes but it's actually it's fun work but it's hard work is just being authentic with those lines and not giving trying to them act life hmm. giving them life. putting yourself in that you mean that role yeah okay um do you have any um kind of an acting style i have no idea <laughs> I have, I have, mystique. Yeah, I have. I don't. I have no idea. It's all too new. What about your favorite role? Have you had a favorite role? Butter roll. <laughs> I do like butter rolls. What's well, butter uh, roll? He's butter roll. Got him. Oh, like butter roll. Like no, a no, no. no butter roll. Oh <laughs> my goodness! I thought maybe that was a, a, a party play, like butter roll. Uh, really oh my gosh! No, I haven't had a favorite role yet. I mean, they're guy. all. They're all so amazing. How about one you'd like to play? Have you thought about a role you'd like to play? I know you, and you've talked about voiceovers in the past. I want to, I like, I want, I like to do funny stuff. I would love, I would love to be a Disney princess. So, like, that uh, would be like a dream come manifesting. true. That would be a, like, literally. How about writing your own script for a new princess? But, but. I like to write. Who knows, yeah. right? Yeah. I just, at this point in my life, um, I just, the create. There's no parameters before when you, I feel like when you're young and when you're new, it's always like, if I don't do this by this time, I'm, people, I see so many people who are like, 
who are like, we're all on the same level unless you're like on the major level. And none of us, are, like at least, I'm, none of us. And, but, and what's and what's major? Is that I would say like if you're Cardi B, right? If yeah, you're Cardi B, is that major? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that, but please finish. Let's hear. It. Well, Let's I just, I think in, you don't need to put time limits on yourself. Right. I'm a oh, vocalist. Yeah. I'm gonna I agree have with my that. Voice, totally. I'm going to have my voice forever. So there used to be a point in my life when I was like, oh my God, I have to release this album in the next six months because blah, 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 blah is going to happen if I don't. Or I'm, I'm about to be 25, but I haven't released an album. Oh my God. Or just that. all of these things, right? And then all of a sudden you realize like, just be creative. Just fucking do it. And and I've, I've come to this point where it's like create, release because it's... It, I don't have anything to prove anymore. When you're young, you have something to prove, but you see a lot of people burn out and fizzle out because their expectations are not, they're just not realistic. The realistic expectation is slow and steady wins the race and just be consistent and, and figure out your goals. As what you do go you want to be? What do you want to be with all this? Do you want to be famous now? I mean, before you changed. I don't want to be famous. I used to want to be famous. Like when I was like in like middle school, high school, but I think that, I don't think it was fame that I ever wanted. It was self-acceptance. Mm. And I feel like for me, if I if I would have been famous, then I would have accepted myself and been like, I made it because that's like a really big goal. But it was never what I wanted. I just wanted to be happy with what I was doing. And yeah. so my goal now is just to continue to live off of creativity. But I want to get to a point where I don't have to be a blue, like I am a blue collar musician right now, meaning that I have to work, I work gig to gig and some months are better than others and I teach lessons and I act now and I write songs for people and I do a lot of, there's a lot of output, but it's, uh, I would like to get to the point where I can just create without limits. I can do a show if I want to, mm -hmm. but not because I have to. Uh, to pay the bills but because I want to and I can you know I can curate my art that would be where I would like to get to which I'm still doing but um I would like to yeah yeah just continue. so is it the same thing you would give to somebody else or somebody younger than you um advice on you know being in the field or being creative what would you what would you tell them at this point now I would say appreciate the process um and don't rush it because you know um I get a lot of voice students and I'm speaking to vocalists, but all musicians, but mostly vocalists because we're different. It's all internalized because it is you. You can't say, well, the guitar string broke or it's all you, right? So it's very vulnerable. It's just appreciate the process and practice every day and don't do too much every day. You don't have to practice for two hours a day, but just be consistent with your practice um, and just know that if you continue, you will be successful. That's literally how it works for anything. If you want to work up the corporate ladder, you do it. If you want to uh, be an engineer, you do it. You just, it, but it takes time. And you're not going to be good in a year. You're not going to be good in two years. It, it takes time. And there's something you told me that I've told so many people, um, you know, through time now, uh, especially my students. Um, they say I can't sing. I can't sing. And I said my daughter said if you have a voice, you can sing. Yes, sure. So I, I tell them that, and I said, you can, you know, so always think that you, you can't, you can't. You can do anything, as long as you literally can do anything that you want to do. There are people with, like, no legs that swim. There are people run. that run, people with no legs. That, you know, it's like, come on, guy. like, you can do anything. Stephen Hawking, 
Are you kidding me? You can do anything that you want to do. What about uh, touring? Uh, I know you've toured. Uh, you were just at, uh, what's that one in Texas? Oh, South by Southwest, Austin. Um, yeah, uh, I'm still active with Skanks Roots Project. What's up, what's up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Time for you guys to give your shout-outs, too. Oh, yeah, SRB. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I, I toured with Skanks Roots Project for the last few years. and I've been actively with the band for years, so, like, We've been doing, um, we'll do different offshoots, just like we'll do a long weekends. And Is that who you went to Hawaii with also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so last year, well, and actually this year they were, they went out to Hawaii and played, um, but I didn't get to go. Uh, but we are going to do a tour up here in July. It's going to be a couple of, it, not up oh. here, I guess oh. down okay, here. For me, it's down like over Coast? here. I mean, yeah. So we're going to start in San Diego and go up to like Central Valley and then we'll be going to Arizona and New Mexico. Nice. So that's in July. So I'm, I, so it's like every few, like quarterly we'll do like different, it, it, it kind of, it's turning out to be kind of quarterly where we'll pick up. But for me and Raina, I would love for us That's to do... That's my um, question. Next question. I would love I've for us to I've never been on tour. I mean, I've done, like, we're going to go drive to, like, you know, a couple of cities and do some shows, mm -hmm. and, like, we did a little bit on van life, but uh, I've never toured. Well, we, we'd like to tour uh, sometime with you guys. Yeah, and I've never toured <laughs> extensively. Yes, um, you already, you know. Yeah, we're looking to tour eventually in the future, like you yeah. say, um, you know, goals, but nothing... You know, set in stone. Well, I was trying to I was trying to get someone going for Michigan because Michi Michigan is this really interesting place right now. It's amazing. It has, it's like this bedrock of creativity. There's so many um, fucking incredible mu so much music, just so much acting, art, and and plus it just went legal. So we're at the we're at the we're we're right at the beginning of of a new. Uh, a new world, <laughs> a whole new world. Okay, um, but yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of uh, going on in Michigan, and so I was trying to book a tour there, but I, I didn't get a whole tour. But we are going up north for Labor Day, which is a great weekend for us, and very lucky. Storm Cloud, Storm Cloud Brewery up in northern Michigan, up by the UP, and anybody from Michigan or Ohio knows this. It's right here on the glove in Michigan. <laughs> so the UP's here. So I want what I was trying to and do is. And if you're is from California, a, yeah. you know that geography doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're <laughs> right where you're supposed to be, and where else should you even go? Right? <laughs> like what? What else is there? This is it, man. Shout out. I wanted to um, say that I want everybody to stay tuned for the next segment. It's going to be a live performance by Raina Mystique. And uh, thank you guys. You have any last words or any other shout outs or anything you want the viewers to know before we head out to the next? You can listen to my latest release, 1018, everywhere that you stream your music. So Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music. You can download it. Check out my website, rainamystique.com. Find me on Instagram at rainamystique and drink a lot of water and call your mom. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> thank you. So, thank you again. Music life genre, multicultural genre, and lifestyle of music.